injured your leg. Oh, I fucking broke it. I Stop broke my foot. Yeah. It. I know. How? I fell over nothing. Oh, sh- did not worse. Oh, the day like there's not even a funny story with Th- it. Or like if there was a funny story, you'd be like, okay, at least exactly. You could laugh. Yeah. You could look back at it and laugh. Like definitely, but like <laughs> the um, <laughs> it was the day of the live show for the podcast. So Stop. I like just fell and like both my feet. I could barely walk on either of them. Oh and my god! I just like dragged myself back home, and then. My housemates were like trying to get me to sit down and like put ice on it and everything. Yeah. And I was like, I can't. I was like, I have Maybe to get no ready. Time, like. And I just was like absolutely limping around. Because that was ages ago as well, was it? Yeah, the 14th of December. Oh my God. Um, so you're you're in, in a boot that long? Yeah, I have another week and a half. Work, you work it though. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I did 12 pubs <laughs> like this. It was so embarrassing. Brilliant. My friends were like... Um, but they're not getting you a chair. Yeah, like we yeah. did sit down a lot, but they got me, um, they were trying to make me wear an elf costume because everyone else was. And I was like, girl, I can't. I'm already having crisis of confidence. I'm wearing a boot. Yeah. I'm bloody six yeah. foot three and transgender. Yeah. I can't be an elf on yeah. top of that. Like, okay, in fairness, like, you're setting yourself up to be like an exactly. ammunition. Yeah. yeah. An absolute target. Like. Um, yeah, the joys. Um, did you move recently? Um, I've been there since the summer. Feels like only like yesterday, but I've been there since the summer now. How did you find moving? Are you good at moving? No, I'm horrendous at moving because I can't throw anything out. I'm like a hoarder. Are you? Yeah, I'm so bad. Like, and I, like I did a bit of a clear out. Like, it's already all after accumulating again. Yeah. Um, I find I found it probably one of the most stressful things that I've done in a long time. Mm-hmm. It's horrendous. And when you move so many times in such a short period of time, and like then as well, it's like when I did it the last time, I was like, if I have to move again, if someone kicks me out of this fucking house. I'm moving home with my parents and I'm never leaving again. Really? Yeah, because I was like, I can't do it anymore. Fair enough. I've done it about 10 times. <laughs> I've lived in more houses miserable. in the last three years than I don't know what. Like, <laughs> it's horrendous. It's horrendous. Yeah, well, I mean, you can see, I'm like a 95% clean person. I always say that. Like, yeah. I always have clutter on the ground and boxes <laughs> yeah, yeah. around. But like, I'm almost there. Yeah, I know what um, you mean. But like, I still have not like, sometimes a couple appear like in... Yeah in the house and stuff and people are like that's a lovely cup where did that come from and I'm like oh I unpacked that yesterday yeah, and they're like I know, I've been I know. living here for nine months do you, do you know like like last week I was I came back up because I was in Cork for two weeks and I was like right I'm sorting my room out now that's it and I have like two drawers in my chest of drawers that are like summer clothes and I was like I'll just put the summer clothes away but then I was like mm, it's nearly summer again <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah so like, there's no point but no I never now. put clothes away because no. yeah, you just need them again you never know and I'm always in my head I'm like I might take off yeah. Like away for a long weekend exactly. I never do like But you never know <laughs> But like when you When it gets to a point like this Where I'm like Ah oh, it's livable yeah. like, I can never oh go God, further than absolutely. that like, like so. And you know where everything is On the floor Yeah exactly <laughs> You can just pick it up Yeah I'm like Last time I saw that It was in that corner um, Yeah I love it I love it It's homely <laughs> Welcome to Pre-Drinks at Layla's, the podcast where I, Layla Beatty, have a drink with a guest and discuss the topic du jour. My guest this week is Podrick. Yeah, yeah, Podrick Wilson-McCarthy. No one does actually. It's not on your Instagram. It's a, no, it's not. It's, <laughs> so I, yeah, I, yeah, it's very elusive. Someone once was like, I always thought it, it stood for Woman Crush Wednesday or something. And I was like, <laughs> I'm a flaming homosexual first of all and that doesn't even it doesn't even like correspond no, it doesn't work. it's Wilson McCarthy which it's a double barrel okay so there's just not enough space for it babe right. so I go with WMC Fair. okay <laughs> I could see the panic in your face do you know how many know. times that happens and I was like Joe I'm just gonna leave her do it oh I fucking <laughs> did a podcast like a few weeks ago and I was like I'm here with Blaheen Murphy and she was like my name's DeBerg and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry I'm desperate with names <laughs> yeah me I'm too so I'm so bad so like whatever I'm all way worse <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, I'm here. Um, my guest this week is Padraig Wilson McCarthy. Yes. for coming on thanks for having me babe i'm absolutely delighted to be here oh i'm so glad you're here any um, excuse yeah. <laughs> any excuse put me in front of a mic and you'll fucking play me there yeah well that's... I'm, I'm a low curse am i oh of course yeah yeah, 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 yeah. you can say cunt if you want <laughs> um, that's, that's very fitting for what we're going to talk about today great so we are drinking um coke zero i know is that really boring i like i hate no. that i like wasting my opportunity i'm on dry january here. anyway so yeah so am i anyone who's drinking i have to do like a virgin version of okay it, so you well that's fine easy. Because I was like, I was like, am I wasting the opportunity to come on the pod and have a pre-drink and then drinking a Coke Zero? But then I was like, do you know what? You just have to come on again and we'll get No locked. bothers. My pleasure. I'm going to get lit. Mm-hmm. So, without further ado, the topic du jour is Hit It Nile. Talking. No bother. Let's talk about talking. Let's talk about it. Mm. What do you want to talk about? Talk about. Have you always been a talkative person? Were you a talkative child? Do you know what? I was thinking about this because, first of all, like, I always, I used to, when I'm doing podcasts and stuff, always like, I like to have a plan in my mind. Do you? Yeah. God, like, you're better than me. Yeah. <laughs> I have I no idea what to Because I'm a primary school teacher as well, right? Oh, right. Okay. So I think it's kind of, and as much as I hate to admit it, it's ingrained, planning is ingrained into me. Yeah. But I definitely have found that, like, I do. Th- when I do things off the cuff I think they, they sound better So like that's my 2024 thing now It's like no planning <laughs> Yeah yeah Just like deep dive, d- dive in But I was thinking on the way over about, about like Was I always really chatty And there was definitely a time When I was very young Where I was mm-hmm. You know like when you're young enough And you like don't have any inhibitions And stuff And definitely. like I was just such a camp child Or whatever Yeah And I think I no. got re- yeah. <laughs> I know <laughs> Not a lot of people know that about me That's shocking <laughs> I know And then I definitely went through a phase Where I was really shy Okay. I'd say between the age of like nine and maybe 15. Okay. Where I was more shy. And then I just, then I just became a fabulous gay man. Great. And now you can't shut me up. That's good. Oh, I'm well, <laughs> dream guest. Um, where do you think you were shy? Because like you were like uh, unconfident or. Mm, do you know what it was? I went through a bit of change in that. Like I went to like a really small school. Okay. Right? And it was like, there was like, 25 there was loads of us there mm-hmm. there was like I, when I started in junior it says like not to bore anyone there was 40 of us in the class because that's okay. the way it was back then right yeah. and there was 8 boys and the rest were all girls and like okay. you had no choice but like to mix with them all and like yeah. so I never saw a divide between boys and girls I grew yeah. up like my mum my sister and I was my, my dad was there as well but like my mum and my sister were always around so I was always constantly around women Yeah. and so like I naturally was friends with the girls anyway yeah. do you know and then in the school that I was in just because space wise you have to boys move on so boys only go to second class oh really and then you move to like to a school around the corner and I went into like I went from like like this really like camp school like it was so gay (laughs) where we did like drama and like like choir and all that kind of thing to this like really sporty school where there was like 800 boys and like I was so out of my depth where like I was thrown into like being friends with boys and playing sports and like Fuck. that's not something that I ever did mm-hmm. so I think that like knocked the wind from underneath that would, yeah, yeah it yeah. did like you know because it just wasn't me at all yeah and it was no fault of anyone's like that was just the way it was back then and I always knew I was gonna have to go there it's and a huge change yeah though, like, huge, huge change and I hated that time in my life actually and, I always, and I'm always like you're only a child like you can't really but actually maybe I didn't realize it at the time but like looking back on it I didn't particularly enjoy that time in my life 
that much obviously of like course. I was a happy child but it, I could have been happier yeah and then when I went to secondary school I was in a re- kind of really supportive school actually and okay, it was just, and weirdly enough there was loads of gays Okay, in my nice. year, we just had a really gay year. I think there was like <laughs> 10 of us. Beautiful. And we all, con- like most of us just gravita- gravitated together and like became friends. None of us were out okay. when we were in secondary school. But we always had each other's backs kind of thing. That's so And I nice. think because there was a confidence in numbers, then Definitely. we just kind of became confident. And then we just had a laugh, even with the people like that you wouldn't actually get on with in school, like, you know, like the scummers and stuff. Yeah. Like they didn't really come near us because they knew that like we'd group. absolutely slay them. Yeah. You know? It's, that's, it's so fascinating how you're like you can end up together in situations yeah, like that, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. You um, find your own, like, because I'm a primary school teacher as well and parents worry about kids if they're like, you know what I mean? Like if they don't have lots of friends and stuff and I'm like, they will find their niche. Yeah, It definitely. mightn't just be here. But yeah. It might be somewhere else. Yeah. And it mightn't be in secondary school but it'll be in a club or something that they That's find. That's lovely advice, actually. Yeah. yeah, I, like, school is just so much of your happiness. Like, I had the reverse. I, we lived in Dublin until I was like eight, nine okay. and I was in a boys' school, which like, all yeah. these reasons was like really really difficult yeah of course and um, especially like it actually wasn't too bad because you know when you're in junior infancy you can just like play and yeah. stuff like that but like I, it was starting to get I went to second class there anyway mm. something like that but like it was starting to get hard like people were starting mm. to ask me why I acted like a girl and stuff yeah. like that and then I went to we moved to Wexford and my I was in a mixed school and like a whole different kettle of fish a relief to just be around girls mm. all the time and stuff like that oh. like and because yeah like I had a very female household like my, yeah. my dad was there but I, I had two sisters and my mom so yeah. I was very used to being around women yeah. and stuff like I'm that I'm very and, comfortable like, around women actually yeah do you know what I mean I really am like I find it like way more relaxing or something definitely you know and I, mean? I definitely found that I, I felt I was guarded had to be guarded in my first yeah. school whereas in my second school I could just relax and 100% like it's mad even from a young age like the way you can really realise yeah. like, it's actually palpable the yeah. difference in comfort levels yeah, and totally. happiness and all that kind of stuff totally it's mad yeah. and I think we take it for granted when we're thinking about kids now when we're this age we're like oh, they don't know the difference they do they yeah. really do like and it takes a story like yours actually doesn't it yeah I think like, so oh my god I had it does. such deep thoughts going on when yeah. I was a child, like so. Yeah. I hate when I hear people like, yeah, I know, totally, um, disregarding children's feelings mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, I, yeah. it's just miserable. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, and then how, how did you get into radio and stuff? So I always had an interest in radio and stuff, right? And mm-hmm. like, it's v- it's very new to me. I never really knew how to get into it. Fair. Do you know? Like, I didn't know what to do. Um, and I always listen to it like it's a meet like I, I would listen to it like all of the time like I before even I'd pick up music I, I would turn on the radio before I really? put on my Spotify yeah I don't know what it is I think it's the art of conversation that I love Fair. Yeah. and I love like hearing uh, I like people people would be shocked but I actually love listening as well mm-hmm. you know what I mean and like <laughs> like even though I don't do it that often but I do <laughs> you know especially when like if I'm on my own in the car like I'll, I listen to the radio and listen to conversation yeah so it was something that I always wanted to do. I never knew how you would do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it was when lockdown came around and I was like, am I actually, you know, everyone had that like existential crisis where they're like, am I, life Definitely. is actually really short and yeah. precious mm. and you could die at any moment or you could, there could be another pandemic. Yeah. Like, are you make, are you sure now. that you're enjoying yourself? Yeah. So then I was like, actually, fuck this. Maybe I'm not like previous to that. Like I was happy out. And then during lockdown, I was like, actually, no, like there's way more to life. So I saw that there was like the Today FM radio school. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I've heard really good things. Yeah. And th- then I was like, I was like, I'm so interested in like 
just seeing what it's about. So I I did like I went and I did that and I loved it. And I never thought I'd go into podcasting at all. Yeah. Because it, it, it didn't really appeal to me at the time. But, but And I've said it before, the only reason that I actually started the podcast was like I knew that if I didn't I would like forget how to like edit and I would forget how Fair, to do like yeah. all the skills of it and, I, and mm-hmm. like I was after spending money doing this course putting in the graft for it to just be left there I was like no so I started the podcast ended up loving it brilliant and then last summer I was like I need to do something now so Dublin City FM I just saw TikTok they're looking for volunteers and went in uh, had a meeting, went in, and they were like, "Yeah, look, will you do like um like a fake interview for us on the phone?" And I was like, "Yeah, no problem." So I was interviewing somebody else. Fabulous. And like, I'm so bad when I'm when someone asks me to do something like like that, like that's Roll not natural. Out. Shocking, shocking <laughs> to the point where I'm like, I'm like this other person. I'm like, I don't know what I'm like. Brian Brian Dobson on the news, like, and I'm like that. It do, I can't do like personality. And I came out and I was like, that was shit anyway, and then. They were like, look, we, we, we'd love to have you in as a c- contributor. So I went in and I did one or two things. And then just by chance, the, sh- the opportunity to do Curiosity came up, which yeah. is a show myself James and James O'Hagan host on a Saturday. And I sat into it a little bit more now and I was kind of being more myself. And I think around the office, they knew that I was, you know what I mean? That I wasn't this this like character that can't even like talk yeah, to someone on the yeah. phone. So uh, we had a couple of meetings and we did a pilot and we listened back and we were like, damn, shit. Really? Like that was shite. Like, but you know what? We both came from podcasting backgrounds, so we were like, it just sounded like a podcast. Okay. And we both knew that it couldn't because it yeah. was a radio show. So we just been working yeah, I never away. Thought about that, how yeah. different it would be. Actually. So different because yeah. you're because like I could sit here and talk to you for hours if I wanted to, mm-hmm. but like I'm doing an interview with someone there. We'll say about something that's coming out next week, and you have eight minutes, and that's it, and you yeah. take all of it in. Yeah. And like I could spend forty five seconds asking a question when actually you only have ten seconds to do it. Yeah, yeah. So it's a completely different art form, but I absolutely love it. Um, but like, do you know what? Selfishly, I did it because I was like, I was like, this is just a step in the ladder for me now to get like to where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Um. But actually what I've gotten from it is way more because I'm working with James O'Hagan. I don't know if you're familiar with James. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I know he's fab. And yeah, he's fab. And he works for, he works for LGBT Ireland who are, you know, um, who it's in collaboration with, you know, because we're plugging the helpline and stuff like that. What I've learned from doing it is like I've, like I've been open to having conversation with so many people. Brilliant. People who are trans, people who are non-binary, you know, people who have like left their jobs because they want to like go into well-being for people of the LGBT community. Like it's mad. Gorgeous. And like I thought I was f- an activist before. Mm-hmm. I still wouldn't think call myself an activist now. No, but like, I definitely like I definitely like see things in a different light now I've seen so many perspectives it's crazy mm-hmm. and I've learned loads actually because James is so like James is so um well versed in like the community and stuff because that's his job as yeah. well and like he's so passionate about it and I do know like you know his role is to like um in the show is and thankfully you know to really elicit conversation and my role is to come in and just like have a quip here and there and have a laugh and like take <laughs> nice. the piss which yeah. I love doing mm-hmm. but like I've learned so much from it like f- in terms of the community but also in terms of being on the radio which is yeah. great I love it yeah it's great crack that's absolutely the ideal with yeah, something like that it's great um, it's great yeah. and it's, you know what I mean it's a bit of crack and like it's opened loads of doors and like we've chatted to loads of people and it's a bit fun so we're like yeah. hopefully now like we'll just grow it and like do more, do more shit from it, like yeah. Do you know definitely. what I mean? No, that's the ideal. Um, yeah, there's there's actually like not that many resources. Well, like I I'm always so hopeful, I suppose, to see like so many more resources. But like I know when I came out as trans, I was like 
it was like 2015 yeah. or whatever like and there was nothing like no. there were like four clips on YouTube and yeah. like a couple totally. of web pages that and were like we, we were so conscious when we were starting that we're two another two gay men cisgender gay gay men like in front of a mic so we were mm. we were very conscious that like we don't always just have gay men on you know what I mean because it would be very easy for us because like we're like I live in a house with two other gay men yeah you know what I mean my some of my best friends are gay men so it'd be so much easier for us to just have those so it's really important for us to make sure that there's representation from everywhere Definitely. do you know what I mean now yeah. it's, sometimes it's difficult it is difficult do you know what I mean yeah. to, to find people the lesbians don't want to come on Mm. <laughs> they don't want to talk I found you out know? with this podcast too <laughs> yeah. yeah what's the story they're just very no. private aren't they those yeah. lesbians <laughs> honestly I'm just like I, I just I'm like tell me your story yeah I know um, we've maybe had a it's few... not hard to be a lesbian <laughs> what uh, <laughs> I'm <really> joking <laughs> <laughs> no dead right dead right <laughs> so I remember I did, a, I did I was doing my my pod on paper with Orla Condon and we were having such a laugh um, and I was like yeah like sometimes I just want to like you know I wake up in the morning and I'm like absolutely I'm not going out and then come 8 o'clock I'm like woo like let's have a drink and go mm-hmm. out and she was like oh my god like lesbians are the opposite where like we wake up in the morning we'll go out tonight and then 8 o'clock comes around and like no we're oh, just getting into bed so I, wish I was like that <laughs> yeah, I know so do I so I know if only I was a lesbian yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lesbian privilege maybe the next time <laughs> yeah yeah that's gas um. Yeah. I. I end up having like I'd say eighty percent of my guests have been gay men. Yeah. Um, I know. But, but see, I tell you, put a gay man in front of a mic. It's like putting it. a coin in a machine. I don't even have to do any work. It's no. great. I just sit here. <laughs> it's the job. Yeah. Every now and again, go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just to make sure you're still here. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> is there anything that like you find that you like struggle to talk about? Um, I don't know really. Like, like there was definitely a time where, when I was coming out, that I couldn't talk about it. Of course, do you know. Yeah. And I suppose other other than that, I'm a very open book. Mm-hmm. I do feel like sometimes I'm quite. I well, I I did feel like I was quite restricted with work and things that I could say or things that I could talk about. Fair. Because at well, the same time, I'm yeah. working like with children. You know. Yeah. So like. And it's not even that because there's nothing that I would be Who's talking your about. Student? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell <Named> you after. <laughs> um, but like, uh, so I was always like very worried. Mo- like nothing I would say would be like I would never say anything like offensive or anything like that. But I'd be more worried that that about parents being like, oh, "Who the fuck does this fella think he is going on and 100%. talking about X, Y, and Z?" But mm-hmm. actually, I think you know the, what I've what I've discovered over time is and I, like. I hope, like, I know that none of the kids that I teach, because they're younger, are listening, but the ones older, like, you know, they do need to know about X, Y, and Z, and they Definitely. do need to talk about sexuality, and they do need to talk about sex and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, actually, I see myself as not a role model, but somebody who's going to have that conversation. Definitely. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I would hope the parents in this day and age would, would only see, like, your kind of work is like a benefit though like to- as a totally, teacher totally for sure and like I, I'm like I do not blur the lines at all like of course, when I'm at, yeah. like when I'm, I don't talk about it you know what I mean now there's been TikToks like where they pop off and it's like oh my god it's Podrick and I, I know what the names oh and no like, okay like, so I have to like block them and stuff but that's fine yeah, do you know what I mean like yeah. it's never it's all it's all harmless and stuff yeah my sister is a primary school teacher she gets the same <laughs> they're always on her page yeah and, and like for years I always everything was like my name was Asquelga and like whatever and then I was like actually no like I want to share everything like I like 
like like there's things I don't share, but like I, I want to post and I want people to see things and Definitely. I want to have a laugh online and mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So there was a, a time where I was really worried or conscious of what what other people would think. But actually, I don't give a shit anymore. Good. Yeah, I've learned to not give a shit. You know what I mean? Always glad to hear that. Yeah, um, you have to stand up for yourself as well. Definitely. You know, um, being like an interviewer now and stuff, like you probably, well, especially like the yeah. kind of people that you interview, you probably have to deal with sensitive topics. Are you okay with that? Or um, yeah, I am. Sometimes you can take a home, like do you know what I mean? Or sometimes Definitely. I shit myself in advance. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I get like I'm that like, too. I'm very conscious of like you know offending people mm-hmm. and like. Sometimes if if we're going to be dealing with something particularly sensitive, which we have done on the show, of course, I will always make sure that the person who we're interviewing knows what we're going to ask them. Yeah, or you send have to them do a lot of pre-interview yeah. work. I find or se- send send like like I suppose I'm in a privileged position. Like you could ask me anything here now, and I give you an answer. But there are some people who've gone through things that you know they're just not happy talking about, um, yeah. which is totally fair. So like there has only been once or twice where someone has been like, "Look, I don't really want to ask be asked about this," and I'm like. Totally grand. Yeah, that's grand. Definitely. Thanks for letting us know. Mm-hmm. Let's move on from there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but like it can be difficult at times, and especially because sometimes I feel like I don't, I mightn't be educated enough to even ask this. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or like when you haven't had a lived experience that someone else has, so like I try to deal with it in a way that like I'm like, look, I don't want to offend you here, but I don't have a clue what this yeah. is like. Like, can you tell us? Because if I don't know, the likelihood is that the listener doesn't know either. Definitely. Do you yeah. know that kind of way? Yeah. I, I yeah I find I'm a whore for like. Asking an invasive question because <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just will talk about anything. I like, know. Um, I, I, I expect everyone to be the I same. I know. And I'm like you, like, I love people putting me on spot. Yeah, yeah. And they like, put me on spot. Like, I don't mind being uncomfortable. <laughs> like, that kind of makes me, that gives me a thrill. Yeah. But then, like, it, it depends then on the person, doesn't it? Yeah, even with doing this podcast, like, because, like, I don't usually tell the, the if I ever tell the topic, it's, like, like 24 hours in advance yeah. even yeah. and like sometimes I, I like just won't especially yeah. and uh, that's like, a good idea a lot actually. of people will get like quite yeah up the walls yeah about it and like I, I tell them if they're getting like that but yeah. I'm just kind of like yeah I know what you mean yeah um, well I was just because I'm a really impatient person so I was like is this bitch ever going to tell me what we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah I felt like I couldn't argue with you uh, <laughs> terrified of it um, sparing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I've definitely been in that situation like when I was young and stuff. Like I remember my first ever interview I did, which I was like really excited about, was um on the radio. I'll just say who it was. It was Ray Darcy. Yeah. And he like asked me did I pee standing up and stuff like that. What? Yeah. And like you are I was joking like me. 18 like, and like, like what sort of fucking question is that I know um, and like the, the fact of the matter what pisses me off the most about that is like like these high profile people right have researchers I know me? and th- like for him to have that question someone else has had to go through writing that question so yeah like we don't have that luxury or we are during yeah, like everything yeah. comes from ourselves like that's just like horrendous yeah I know yeah so I'm always like well like obviously I've never been in a situation where I would have asked a question like that but like I'm always really conscious not to ask like the same old try not to ask the same old questions but I suppose where I am with my audience where you probably are with your audience is that like you have well I would have like a lot of LGBT listeners and stuff so we're starting from like a further yeah I think I'd find it hard if I was on radio to interview people because you have to go back a few steps if that makes sense do you know what's funny because um I we're the same like like and it's curiosity like people are going to know what the show is about and yeah the majority of our listeners are going to be from the community but my dad fucking loves it does he right? absolutely <laughs> lives for it right goes for breakfast to the lad like he pure man's man loves sport um 
has a group of lads in Cork like that he's been friends with since he's been like 12 mm-hmm. they go for breakfast every Saturday morning right uh-huh. but the show is on at 12 o'clock so he's he's so my mom was like I don't know what story with your dad is like he's gone fucking very strange like he's not going for breakfast or anything anymore with the lads so when I was at home at Christmas I was like why aren't you going for breakfast with the lads anymore I was like, you know what I mean? I was like, you're too young now to be like staying in the house on a Saturday, like. And he's like, well, I miss your show, like. Oh, Do you know? No. So it's so cute, that right? But I was like, hearts. oh, I was like, you can listen back. He didn't know, he didn't get he the didn't idea know. of the fact that it was on Spotify afterwards. You know what I mean? So now he's living his best life. But when I am preparing for the show or when I'm thinking about it, um, I have him in mind. Okay. So I'm like, I'm like, if I'm, you know, if I'm interviewing somebody, I'm not going to just jump in with something that he wouldn't understand her. Exactly. Cause, cause, yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm actually playing it for him because if he can understand it, then I know that we're doing our job. That's a really good idea. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like he's not thick stupid, but he wouldn't be well versed in the community. Oh, yeah, like, well you don't want to isolate you know? somebody no, totally. just because they wouldn't be well, totally. as aware as we would. Exactly. Whatever. And what it actually is doing is like, he's like, tell me more about that there now. Like he's learning so much Brilliant. from it. Like he's so interested in it now as well, mm-hmm. which is really lovely actually. Yeah, no, that's so nice. Do you know what I mean? So and, nice. if, and then afterwards, like he'll ring me and he'll say, Jesus, you fucked that one up. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he's my t- t- toughest critic, but like it's Good. lovely. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And do you know what as well, actually, maybe I, when you asked me there about like, you know, is there anything that I'm, like find difficult to talk about I don't really but like sometimes I just don't give him the time to like talk about it so like he'll ask me something and I'll, I'll be like fucking hell how do you not know do you know mm. he'll, he'll ask about pronouns and I'll, I'll give him a dead a dead answer okay you know in the past and now actually it, it's opening conversation he understands more and then he can be yeah. like you said this and why did you say why did you call them that and and I can have a conversation with him now and actually he understands it way more so okay. you know those kind of things yeah it's yeah. cool it, it can be I, I think I'm really hard on people in that way as well like I can yeah. sometimes like totally be, be like you be yeah. like oh, why don't you just get this already yeah. or whatever why are you being so stupid yeah. like I suppose and as well like it's happened in the past where I've been in a situation where someone might be really confused by with something like a pronoun and they're and they're like they're freaking out, and I'm a nice. It was it was someone who was really close to me, and I don't want to give context to it, right? Of course, yeah. But they were finding it really difficult with someone who was non-binary to get the pronouns right. And I pulled them aside one day, and I was like, "What is the block here? Like, what's wrong?" And they were like, "I'm fucking petrified of getting it wrong." And I was like, "And I get, I was like, I get that, but I was like, as long as the person knows that it's coming from a good co- place, yeah, yeah, a good place, and then." You know what I mean? They they'll see it that way, and it's it's a form of education, really. Like, definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you yeah. know, and like especially the older people, like they just don't get it. Yeah, definitely. But like most, I've thankfully encounter are willing to learn. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And I think like well, like every trans person or non-binary person that I know is like willing to. Like as long as they know that yeah, a totally. person, like doesn't have and a, it's a bad intentions it's or whatever. It's from very a place of naivety and not from ignorance. Yeah. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, the like I mean I even struggled with like they pronoun they then pronounce yeah, at, at first or whatever. Just it's not when, when na- a it's not a natural thing for us to say. Exactly. It, yeah, it's but just you get like, used to it, and, and then you just do it, and, now and it's at grand, the same yeah. time, all we're saying is a fucking word, and it's making somebody else feel so much better. Yeah, that's do you know what it. I mean? Yeah, it's like it's such little effort. To actually. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, it is. But yeah, are you a good communicator? What do you mean? Mm, no, are you not? My feelings. Yeah, stuff like that. Um. So probably not really like you know what I mean I do tend to put up a, a wall mm-hmm. do you know what I mean sometimes I'm not a, I'm not a, I people would think I'm an oversharer do you know what I mean because I obviously share everything online and whatever as many of us do now but like I like to keep things to my, close to my chest as well too Fair. you know what I mean yeah that happens a lot I think like sometimes the people yeah. who, who 
we perceive are talking the most are actually not revealing yeah. that much about themselves. That's it. Like, you know what I mean? There's, there's some things that I don't mind sharing then there's other things like, you know, when you're having your shit days and stuff and I think it's important to share that and I have spoken that I've had fucking shit days but when you're having a shit day and you don't want to leave the bed the last thing you want to do is pop up in your story and say, hey guys, I'm having a shit day today. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred you know? um, percent. But like, I do think that I'm 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 getting better at communicating for sure. Um, especially how I'm feeling in situations. I was always very worried about like hurting other people's feelings. Like if someone was if someone was after hurting my feelings, I would like usually just sit in it because I didn't really? want to upset them or just be like I don't want to cause an issue here. Okay. I think I'm getting way better at being like, hang on a second now. Good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which I think comes with age as well. It's a scale what, as well. I don't know what age you are, and I know that's another question we're not going to ask. But like, I hit, I hit 30 this year. Okay. And I swear <gasps> to God, I know, I know. So like, it's almost time for me to hang up my boots. <laughs> so my closest friends are 30, don't be worrying. But I don't know whether it's just me or not. But like, my outlook, on, and like, I hate this shit now, right? This okay. is pure shite, right? My outlook on life did change a lot. Oh, uh, I know, I know. Okay, okay, I think okay. I just hit it and I was like, I don't actually give a fuck. Fair. Do you know what I mean? As much as I did before. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see myself as being 30. Like, I still see myself as being quite, like, a oh, yeah. teenager. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But, like, I definitely care less about what other people think well, now. That's good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is good. And I'm more kind of, like, I don't know, fuck off, like. Yeah. Tell, tell people to fuck off more. Definitely. That's fine. Yeah. Do you know? Um, you've started seeing a therapist recently, have you? I think I heard you say that. So, so, yeah. So, I started... Therapy last year as a New Year's resolution. Oh, nice. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. Like, I'll just go along and see what the story is. I was going through a bit of a phase in that, like, I was going like, I, do you know what it was? I don't even know what it is. Like, I'm always around people. Like, mm-hmm. I work with people every uh, all the time. And then I come home and I'm very fortunate to live with my, like, some of my best friends live in the house with me. And I, I'm never really alone. Um, But I was still feeling really lonely. Okay. Like, in a really weird way. And I couldn't put my finger on it. And then when I was on my own, I would be fucking spiralling. Like, out like just couldn't like I was like oh my god like I've got no friends and like I've got nothing going on and I'm really bored and this and the other so I was like this ain't right and like I'm also really much a home bird so like I love going home to my family like in Cork or whatever and like anyone that I meet is like uh, why did you move from Cork it's all you fucking talk about do you know what I mean I'm like yeah well like that's ingrained in me do you know but like I was like always had this fight or flight mode where it was like should I be going home or like if I was hung over on a Sunday I'd be like that's it now this is the week I'm moving home like I'm gone what yeah really? like I just such a really like really like just cl- like naturally wanted to go always be at home and like to to even to move to Dublin I really had to push myself to move okay and I and I was like it was a huge challenge and it's only since I started going to therapy last year and I, I have stopped now just because it, it was like it came to the point where my therapist was like okay you need to take a break now I don't want to see it for a couple You're of months. You're too perfect. And I was like, I was like, you know what? You're dead right. I'm cured. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, um, where like, I, I, I worked through that and I really like, just simple things. And I realized like, actually it's okay to be on your own sometimes. And now I value my, my time so much more. Mm-hmm. Like, I fucking love being on my own now. Yeah. You know, whereas this time last year, I couldn't have been in the room by myself for too long. Really? Like, I'd freak out. Yeah. I'm pretty bad at that being as on well. Own. Um, but like you're a social creature, aren't you? Yeah, I find, I guess, I think I'm just always terrified of like ending up spending too much time on my own, which I've been prone yeah. to do in the past. So like, yeah. and they, there is a fine line, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I, I have to like, I have to do the therapist voice and be like, yeah. it's actually okay to be on your yeah. own today or whatever. Yeah, like totally. because I'm kind of forcing myself all yeah. the time to go and hang out with people yeah. and stuff, and I'm like, yeah. 
and then like I'm in such a different situation now than like I was as I was saying I, I used to live on my own and yeah. like you'd have to arrange like five things six things during the week to do yeah. because you'd be like otherwise I'm gonna go insane I'm just yeah. gonna be talking to myself the whole time yeah whereas now I don't really have yeah. to do that and it's lovely yeah but now I'm a shit friend because I'm like no you only think that babe because mm. if you're if you're the type that is getting onto someone all the time that you'd be they'd be allergic to you yeah, and then they all were. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like I'm in in my house now. There's times where I have to be like, right, you all need to fuck off and leave me mm. alone. You know what I mean? And they know it. People, that's one thing people know about me. They know when they're like, okay, leave me alone now. Right. Okay. Do you know what I mean? That's good. But um, good to be able to yeah, like that. that's something that I I got really good at this year was just spending time on my own and not and actually enjoying my own company because mm-hmm. like I was always putting pressure on myself to like like one of the things that he was that that my my therapist brought up was like meeting someone and he's like, why aren't you like in a relationship? And I was like. You fucking tell me why I'm not in a relationship. Like, I was like, what a stupid question. But actually, it made me reflect, and it was like, I just didn't want to be. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And then also, I was, I thought I wanted to be in a relationship because I was lonely, mm-hmm. but actually, I didn't even know if I was lonely. I think it was just shit of being in my own company. Yeah. And now that I've yeah. become better at doing that, I'm like, I'm not in any, I don't care about being in a relationship or anything. Like, yeah. I'm quite content the way I am. Oh, since I moved to this house, I'm gone shocking at dating. I Are just, you? My dating, babe. I can't get, I don't give a shit anymore. I like, I, I just, I'm like, eh. Do you know what it is for me? I'm fucking done with the apps and I'm done with the talking phase. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm, and it's funny because I do, do love talking. I hate texting. I hate like. I'm so bad at texting. Do you know? Texting, I'm yeah. like, no. Like, and you can't read anything. I like, I'm like, how do you even start a conversation on fucking Tinder? Like, yeah, it's. Do you know what I mean? It's actually, it's actually such a selfie when you're like, hey. What's what's up? How's your weekend? Fuck off! I don't uh, care how your weekend. Well, was. at least like I have I I use Bumble and like I have to message first. <laughs> oh no! It's no. fucking miserable. <laughs> well, like you see, at least I'll give you a kick up the ass. All That's I'm doing true. is staring at people that I match with and being like, "Who's going to do it first? And neither of us are going to do it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's why I kind of make myself use Bumble because otherwise I don't. Totally, talk. there's a laugh to be said for going out to a bar and meeting someone. Yeah, yeah, and just mm. like having a laugh. No, it doesn't happen, babe. Because no. if it would ha- if it happened, I'd be in relationship by now. Everyone goes out with their friends now. Like, yeah, like, yeah. And I then, think there needs to be a good singles bar in Dublin. Yeah, because when I'm out with my friends, <laughs> I'm having such a good time. I'm like, I couldn't be bothered. I'm so bad at Do that. You know? I have men actively pursuing me. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm going to an after. Yeah, like, and you're not invited. Thing. Sorry. Yeah. That's my thing. I'm like, I'm like, where is the afters? <laughs> yeah. And if there's a good afters, I'm there with bells on. And if there's not, I'll just go home. <laughs> yeah, and I'll I was be fresh actually, the next day. Before Christmas, <laughs> so I was funny. like sitting on the side of the dance floor because obviously I had my boot on. Like I dance for a few minutes and I'd sit down for a few minutes and this man was sitting beside me and I was absolutely like Happy Christmas yeah. and queening out with him and yeah. everything and then he was like, Can we go back to your place? And I was like, Oh no, I'm just with my friends. Like, oh, sorry, this is our Christmas night out. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely not. But like sometimes you do need to give it up and go home with a man, yeah, I think. Yeah, you know what? If that's any bit of advice, sometimes you just need to give it up. I used to The afters um, are never that good anyway. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I used well, to depends. love dating um when I lived on my own because like it would mean one, I'd have a meal bought for me. <laughs> and two, I'd have company for the night. So I wouldn't be bored to death watching yeah. Like Desperate Housewives for the eight hundredth time. I love it. But um, someone to watch it with you. Yeah, now I just I'm I just I'm on that couch all the time. I know. And now I have cats, so I'm yeah. way worse as well. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I know. I know it's dating. And you know what? It's just like everyone knows everyone up here. And like I live there was 
three of us in the house. There was four of us in the house. Now there's one of the lads has gone to Oz, but um, there's two of us, and then there's a couple of other gays on the periphery that don't live with us, but are always over. Nice. And like you, sure you can't fucking. I, you'd be like, oh my god, I matched this fella, and they'd be like, oh, I fucked him, or I was yeah dating him, or you know what I mean. <laughs> Everyone knows everyone. It's horrendous. Yeah, you just have to get over that too, though. Yeah, you know? do. Um, yeah, sure. I went. I don't think I've told the story yet, but I <laughs> yes, go on. went on a date with the guy like a few months ago and then I did a second one and then we did a it third was one and it was grand, imagine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we were sitting here one night and I like mentioned a detail about my ex and he was no. like, no, who? And then I, he was like, what's his name? And I said it and he was like, that's my cousin. And I was like, <gasps> oh shit. And he was like, he like he still talks to me to this day. He's trying to like convince me to like, but I'm like, babe, was that an ick for you then? Awful ick. Yeah. First of all, we hadn't slept together, which was thankful because well, thanks but, uh, be to God. Uh, awful ick because it ended badly with the cousin. I think if okay. it didn't, but like, and like, are they close? I'm like, yeah. So okay. I'm like, so they're girl. I can't have that man at my wedding. They're off like, the same hymn sheet. Like, yeah. yeah. And I'm just really, if I can't see us going all the way to a wedding, then I'm not dating you. At this point, yeah, I get you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, right, like, I'm, I'm young. <laughs> yeah, Don't I know. Love me and you, thirty-year-old. No, you look at me. For fuck's sake! <laughs> it's Botox. I have Botox. <laughs> I need to get top up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I now my little couch buddy though, the girl I watch TV with here. Well, the girl yeah. I watch yeah. TV with my yeah. friend. Yeah. Um, yeah, here all the time. Um, has got a girlfriend now, so I'm like, oh no, is your kick to the curb? Oh, I'm raging. I'm, I'm absolutely. I'm, I'm really bad for. Encouraging my friends to stay single. Yeah, I like that mean? too. Because I'm like, I'm like recently when the lads was you know kind of seeing this guy and I was just like, we definitely have one one more hockey summer in us. Like we do, like we do. And then they're like, oh, I don't know if we do. And I'm like, no, I definitely think we do. I definitely think we do. And then once you book something and you're like, well, you can't you can't get someone before that. True. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Yeah. Otherwise, you're gonna be left to the curb on your own. Yeah. Um, <laughs> me and my uh, straight friend Jillian. We are both like awful hags. Like we, oh, like all we hang out with this gay man, and yeah, like I love that. We're like we need to stop if we want to meet men. Like we need to, we need <laughs> to like still go out with them, but like have one night yeah. out where it's just like the two. Yeah, of us, I know because like, it's so easy to go to places. a gay bar. Yeah, oh, it's so easy. Yeah, and uh, but like she's so bad as well because we have the exact same taste in men. It's horrific, and okay. like she'll bring me on her dates. Like she'll have her date And then she'll be like Oh my friend Layla's up the road In a bar or whatever And she'll come and meet And I'm like Drooling over her dates Because she has the hottest man And like I'm, She's always like Close your mouth I love um, But Yeah but I don't know I just We're all just shite At this whole dating thing yeah, Honestly in our group yeah. I think when you enjoy Your friends And you enjoy yourself too much Like but you really need it, Someone like, to sweep you, know you off mean? your feet To yeah. take you away from that That's totally Maybe it. that's a good thing Yeah And like maybe Actually meeting someone Or not Just isn't a good idea Because I'm always going to be having a laugh with my friends, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know? Well, then where? I don't know. Babe. I don't know. Someone's going to have to matchmake me. <laughs> We're going to have to set up a dating agency. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hope it's cases. <laughs> um, but yeah. the Is that a good thing? Like, I think that's a good thing. And then I'm like, but everyone else is going to get married and you're going to be the spinster on your own. <sighs> Taking turns, coming you, to their it's, houses it's, for dinner. It's, it's, it depends on what way you look at it, really, doesn't it? It does. Do you know? Um... You like no, you will. You meet someone. Like if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I'm very yeah. much a believer in that. Like, yeah, I just need to mean? stop. I need to stop bring a few <laughs> straight men into my circle. Just yeah, a I few. Know, but it's difficult. Like it is. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. they're typically they're difficult to to be around, aren't they? Mm. Do you hang out with many straight men? 
do I hang out with many straight men? No. <laughs> just your dad. <laughs> no, just my dad. Um, like a lot of my, I would get on really well with a lot of my straight girlfriend's partners. Like really well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I have been That's good. That's always the idea. Yeah. And like, look, I just don't have many straight male friends but like anyone that I do get on with, I find it really hard, really easy to get on with like my friend Kate now for example she's one of my best friends and she's married now and her husband James is just the dream like you okay. know what I mean and I could I could sit down with him I could go on holidays with him and leave yeah. Kate at home not a problem Perfect. do you know what yeah. I mean and I love that mm-hmm. do you know what I mean um, but like all of my stray friends would be female really yeah. I'm trying to think I might leaving anyone out apart from the guys that I work with like who are absolutely sound and I get on really well with mm. do you know what I mean it's probably the like one of the like main ways that gay men meet their meet yeah. straight men though is like through, through partners yeah, totally, and friends and stuff totally. like that. Totally. And like y- usually any of my friends, straight female friends, like I'll have been in the know from the get go. That's it. From yeah. the very first moment that yeah. they met. So I so feel like I'm on I feel like I'm on the journey. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like well, yeah. if it's a success it's kinda of half down to me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> once I, I, I get my get once I get speeches. to say like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I do dream about being a bridesmaid. <laughs> oh that's me always a bridesmaid's never a bride. Have you ever been a bridesmaid? No, I was meant to be a bridesman once. Uh, uh, COVID happened and they they, get, they had to get married on their own. Oh no. Yeah, it was so shit. But um I kinda haven't like Christmas there. When Christmas when you hit thirty, right? Fucking hell. There was engagements left, right, and centre. <laughs> like left, this. right, and centre. I've never seen the likes of it. It was like every time I opened my fucking phone, it was like Davina McCall fancy another one. Oh. I was like sick to the teeth a bit. <laughs> and I said this on my own pod. I was like buying more at the start of December. <laughs> yeah. I was fucking depleted of cash then. People were getting like Tesco brand Prosecco. Oh yeah, dead right. Because I was like, fuck this. I was like, actually, fuck y'all. And I, you know what it was? I was like, I bought one because I was like, woo. And then I was like, oh my God, it's happening again and again and again. And I was like, I bought one for someone. I have to buy it for everyone. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I kind of have a sneaking suspicion that I could be perhaps maybe asked by one or two. Oh, nice. That would be nice. Mm. So next and year, no start stocking up on them away yeah. from like September. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I'm Whenever like, oh, time you get paid. Yeah, that's it. Oh my God. I'm like, fuck off now. There's no more engagements happening. Yeah. And if, if there is, you're getting a card and that's it. Mm. But hope, yeah, I'll have loads of weddings coming up and I think one or two might be hinting, you know what I mean? Mm. You know, I haven't been to a wedding since I was like 14. Have you not? And I love weddings. You know what happens? You start going to so many. That they get, yeah, I know. That, that you said you're like not a fuck another one, and I'm sorry, no, they're a small mortgage. Yeah, I know. Do you know what I mean? No, they're great crack though. I know. Mine's and gonna be amazing. It's like one of those things as well, like where you go to a wedding and like that's where you meet people that you don't know. Yeah, like straight men, for example, and you've the mm-hmm. biggest laugh at them. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Definitely. You know, when you're at a table. Like I went to a wedding there. A girl that I used to live with, actually a couple that I used to live with, okay, got married and. Uh, I didn't like I knew their friends just like from calling over to the house and stuff but I had to go to the wedding um, and I was nervous enough going because I didn't really know anyone but like they adopted me they put me under, one of the girls put me under wing. Oh, great laugh yeah great laugh do you yeah. know what I mean because I didn't really know anyone so I didn't give a shit that's know? what like but I love a party and that's like, it weddings are the ultimate party that's it no they are nice they yeah. are We'll have to get you to a wedding. You'll have to bring me to your next yeah. one. Yeah, you can be like plus one. I'm always looking for plus one. Though. I'm fishing. <laughs> Couldn't plus afford one me. sorted. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are there any questions you want to ask me? No, not really. Talker. What What do you do outside of podcasting? It's a secret, but I'll tell you you're after. Not, yeah, it's a really done. boring job, so I don't, I don't tell fine. the world. Um, but is like radio something that you're interested in? 
I love to get drunk. Not really. I mean, yeah, like I like... I like, like radio. What, I'm like, more of a TV girly, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Well, that's the ultimate goal, really, isn't it? Yeah. What got you into this, like? Are you um, obviously chatter as well, are you? Yeah, well, like, I... um, Yeah, I used to... Like, I used to be a writer. I used to do writing as my job and stuff, like, and then really? I kind of discovered that, like... Writing for what? I used to do articles for oh, newspapers cool. and magazines. Like a journalist? Yeah, kind of, yeah. She's a journalist. Do you know that? Do you know that? Yes, that's I do. <laughs> <Still> a black. <laughs> I love that. I'm not going to do a Scouse accent. <laughs> um, but I, um, yeah, then I kind of realised that I'm actually a talker. So, yeah. Uh, I did that like a, yeah, I did a show in early in the year um, mm. that was the same name, Preaching at Lailas, yeah. and then it was just like about actually this like hanging out in your bedroom yeah. um, with people and that's, stuff like it's that it's funny because you have obviously preaching with Layla's and then mine is called the voice note yeah because it's, and it's based around just having a having a conversation because like I suppose like the fucking crack you'd have a pre-drink exactly pre-drinks. yeah you talk like, absolute mine shite. is like when my, my idea was like voice notes is you know when, between two friends like it's such a casual conversation mm-hmm. they can go on for ages so it's yeah. kind of similar actually in ways yeah I know we, we have a really similar one yeah, I've yeah, talked that while I've listened yeah. to your one um, I'm like funny. that bitch yeah, I, know, <laughs> I have I to know. exterminate her um, <laughs> I love it yeah game that's on that's why bitch. I brought you over <laughs> I know yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> no one time I said that PJ Kirby was my enemy <laughs> On um, a podcast, and I had he's to, my like, enemy too. I was like, because he had a really successful show in the same theater I was yeah. doing, like around yeah, the same yeah, time, yeah. and I was like, everyone when I was booking the theater was PJ Kirby, I PJ know. Kirby. That, um, that fucker touches something and it turns to gold. Honestly, Most of them actually, it's sickening. It's sickening. Um, I, I haven't actually met Kevin, but um, <laughs> lucky you. Yeah, well, he's he's sickening. Oh no, no. but it's, <laughs> it's how you kind of walk down the street and it's like everyone's fangirling over the two of them. Really, and they're like, and do you know him? And they're like, no, and I'm like. Okay, <laughs> good. I like that they do that. Though. Yeah, but it's it's, it's, some, it's Kevin's the worst friend. He'd be like, he'd be like, and what about him? We're going for a coffee at Christmas now, and the, the two girls inside in the cafe were freaking out, and they're like, oh my god, like we love the podcast, and he, and he was like, what about his? And they were like, who? So <laughs> awkward, for poor girls. Yeah, and, well. like, and then one one day we were somewhere, and uh, we were going, we were w- w- walking to Electric Picnic. Mm-hmm. And they were like Kevin, and then like they were shouting at him, and the next thing they're like PJ, and I was like, where the fuck is he? And I was like, they think it's me. Oh they no! They thought it was me. Was <laughs> well, like, that's flattering. He's very this is so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I get that with um, my good friends Donafella and Annie Queries. Actually, we did a, I think I can say this. We did a photo shoot like a while ago, and when we were walking. People were like, Donna, Donna. <laughs> and me and Annie were like, fuck's sake. And then they started recognizing Annie. Then they were getting pictures with them and everything. I know, and it's so like, embarrassing. I was just the mother the amount, taking the pictures. That's, like, that, yeah. The amount of times they've been like, give me the camera. And they're like, you can get in too. And I'm like, I can get in. Is that like, is that an don't offer? Pity me, you're just yeah. pitying me. And you're saying, oh, you can get in too. I don't want to be in your fucking picture. <laughs> you don't even know my yes. name. Oh, fuck's sake. I love it. It's so true. <laughs> Well, anyway, I think I'm going to wrap up there. If, if you're Thanks for having me. Thank, thank you. What a um, laugh. Yeah, no, it's been, it's been a spring. That's been a great laugh. Um, thank you to my gorgeous producer, Niall Duggan. Thank you to DJ Suckland for my music. Thank you to the Bernard Shaw for being our home, even though I haven't been there in ages. And <laughs> thank you to my listeners. Um, and thank you, Project, for being such a My pleasure. Guest. Thanks for having me, babe. I've had a great time. Same here. Bye. Bye.